Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is Season 7, Episode 8, and if you're keeping track at home, this is number 283 overall. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. Craig, the offseason is over. It is week one. It's time for me to get back to work. I make you guys work during the preseason. <laughs> and now you get to play with Excel and fancy numbers. And now I get to do <laughs> fancy numbers. Fancy maths, people. Fancy maths. But first, let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight, I have a pumpkin beer because it's September. Fucking finally. <laughs> this is a bottle given to me by my very nice neighbor. Uh, this is a bottle of Rosemary's Baby. Whoa, it's whoa, back. whoa. Is this yeah. is this the legendary Tim? Uh, no. Hi, Tim. If you're listening, this is one of our other neighbors. Oh, okay. Hi, Tim, and hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Carl is Tim's cat and, and has had wonderful conversations with me on my visits. <laughs> because oftentimes I'd be waiting for Craig to open the door and Carl the cat would be in the window. I'd be like, hi, Carl. And he would just sit there and meow at me. So, okay, well, that's that's fantastic. I am just doing diet soda tonight because um, holiday weekend meant a lot of drinking for Uncle Britt. And uh, tomorrow night, the Chiefs play. So there will be drinking for Uncle Britt. Um, so I'm, I'm going sober tonight. So, all right. It's so much to cover in week one. Let's just jump right in. Burning hot takes. Receive, Craig. I will give. Okay, what do you got? All right, let's just get it out of the way now because they're okay. playing tomorrow. Yeah. With Kelsey's injury, are mm-hmm. you worried about the Chiefs and their season? I was worried about the Chiefs before Kelsey was injured, so but that's just kind of my job. Um, no, I'm not. I mean, I heard a lot of people today on various fantasy sites, oh, I have Travis Kelsey. Should I go out and get Noah Gray? No. The only reason you go out and go Noah Gray is because when you drafted, you were too stupid to draft a backup tight end. That starts. That can play. And now there's nobody left. That's the only reason to go get Noah Gray. Noah Gray, I've got him slated for four points. Four. (laughs) And that's if Kelsey doesn't play. If Kelsey plays, I've got him slated for (laughs) 1.5. That's generous. It is generous. There's a very good chance he posts a big fat zero. But, you know, um... So I'm not worried. I think I, I I will be, I think what the Chiefs need to do is they have to recognize, and this is going to make fantasy owners upset, but they need to recognize that Travis in the long haul is much more valuable than Travis in weeks one through three. Sit him down for a couple of games, let it heal, and then put him back out there. Don't rush him back. We don't need to rush him back. If we lose to the Lions tomorrow, it is not because we didn't have Travis Kelsey. That'll be the headlines, but it's not yes. the real reason. What right. are your thoughts? Uh, I, I don't think there's really too as long as other people don't start getting hurt, like, you know, within the next month, I think they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs' biggest thing is their offense, not really so much their defense, even though I saw someone write about how they were one of the best defenses in the league, and I just skipped that. I stopped reading it because um, – I think they were lying, but um, offensive-wise, as long as everyone else stays mostly healthy, I think they'll be. Yeah, they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be fine. I'm not worried about it, so. All right, for you, the story that refuses to die has (laughs) surfaced once again on Fan Nation's Bucks website. 
So Fan Nation, for people who don't know, is uh, Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated's specific site per per team. Right. And on Bucks game day, there is a article titled "Former Buccaneers Quarterback Tom Brady Hints mm-hmm. at Return to NFL." <laughs> so now here here's mm-hmm. the whole story. Okay. Okay. They did a the Manning cast has been really popular on Monday Night that Football. That was right? a funny commercial. You're Sorry. talking the commercial where he's at the end and they turn out and the lights the on him. He's just, yeah. yes, <laughs> I haven't seen it myself, but I've heard about it. There's so for people who don't know this commercial yet, there's a commercial where a bunch of people audition, air quotes audition, to be the third member of the Manning cast. And it ends, so maybe you could give me a little bit more detail on this, but it ends with Tom Brady and the lights going off on him. Uh, yeah, so. They say that the auditions are over and he's on the phone and mm. Brady's standing like he's sitting next to a dog. I don't I think mm. the dog is one of the ones that runs onto the field, but okay. he's sitting next to a dog. He's on the phone. He's like, yeah, you know, I really thought I had a good chance. And then the lights go off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that was the end of that commercial. But that was that was pretty funny. But does he make any sort of hint about returning to football? Supposedly he does. Not was it that one? Because there was another one with Julian Julian Edelman at the end. Okay, so that, that was a different that was a different commercial. But that one he hinted at, you know, oh, who would come out of retirement? That's stupid. That I've seen. That yeah. I've seen. Anyway, people are now pointing. People being Fan Nation are now pointing at this commercial as an example that he's still thinking about playing. Craig, hmm. is he really still thinking about playing? I or mean, is, are people just desperate to find any way to talk about Tom Brady? I think it's a mix of both. <clears throat> I also think it's a mix of Buccaneers fans had a little taste of them being good after not being good for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the future of the Buccaneers, let's just be honest, not looking super comparatively. <laughs> not the immediate future. No, Kyle Trask is not the answer. No, no, no. Neither is Baker Mayfield. <clears throat> so... There might be something, you know, in the back of his brain. I'm sure teams have called him and be like, hey, do you want to play? You're not married anymore. You won't have anyone nagging you to stay home. We'll give you a whole bunch of money you don't really necessarily need. So uh, the other thing, too, is doesn't he have a doesn't he have a stake in the Raiders now? Uh, there was discussions about it. I don't know if it actually came to pass. OK, if he does, um... if he does, is he allowed to play? How does that I don't work? know. I don't know. <laughs> There's also reports now that he's uh, joined Delta Airlines as a strategic advisor. I don't know uh, what the hell that means. Um, I don't think he's a pilot. Um, I, I, he, I'm sure he. I'm sure he could be though, because he's Tom Brady. So, do you know? Like, anyway. so let's say Tom Brady does not come back. This will yeah. be the first time in a very, very, very long time. And I'm sorry, Cinch. There will be no Tom Brady playing. Yeah. I mean, over 20 years, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been a thousand, thousand years, it feels like. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking at, I'm just, I'm scrolling through Tom Brady top stories. And it's all about Delta Airlines. So I'm not really that. He's 46, guys. Let the let the guy retire. Let's stop. Every time Tom Brady <laughs> goes and gets a protein bar at the store, it's not a sign that he's training to come back. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, there it is so okay um just really quick before we move on i assume you, you heard the you, i think you were the one who shared it the news about mort anderson yeah he's he's retired 
pseudo retired. He says he's still going to appear periodically, but he's not going to be a regular contributor. So yeah. good for him. I think he's earned it. Yeah, so it's, it's 30, I think 30 something years. Yeah, but one of the first celebrities to ever retweet me, by the way. That's right. Damn it. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on because you know what time it is, Craig. What time is it? It is time for the return of America's favorite game. Hooray! <laughs> I haven't played this in so long. It's been months. So for those of you who don't know America's favorite game, I have in front of me the current DraftKings line for this weekend's games. Craig will have three strikes to try and guess which games are over 50, and then three strikes to game guess which games are an over-under of under 40. Why are these numbers significant? Because there's a strong correlation between scoring points in real life and scoring points in fantasy. Who knew? So, Craig, you have three strikes. Okay. There, what is this? What is going on here? I don't know. Not My computer is screen. making all sorts of weird dinging sounds. Okay, stop that. There we go. <laughs> Craig, there are only two games with an over-under this week of over 50. Oh, boy. Okay. I accidentally closed DraftKings. Can I even get back to it now without having to log in on seven devices? Probably not. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Hmm. Look at that. Look at hey. me. NFL. Okay. So I have the two games written down. You have three strikes, and as always, if he, he nails the first round, his strikes carry over to the under 40. So there are two games on the schedule that are over 50. Tell me what they are. Um, all right. So sometimes we just have to go with the default. Um, so I'm going to say Chiefs and Lions. Just Chiefs Lions is a 52. Correct. There you go. Nice. Nails nice. the first one. What's the second one? Um, let me see. Jacksonville, Indian. No. no. Carolina Falcons. No. Oh. <laughs> this is how this is how he does it, folks. He, he just whittles down the list uh, and then makes see. a high probability guess. Arizona, Washington. God, no. Okay, let's go. Uh, you know what? Let's go Miami, L.A. Chargers. That's absolutely correct. You nailed them both. Nice. That's a 51. So Vegas thinks Lions, Chiefs, and Dolphins, Chargers are going to be high offense games. I tend to agree with them. The Chiefs might be without Javarius Sneed. They're definitely going to be without Chris Jones. I can see this game being very, very high scoring. And Dolphins Chargers, it's two teams that don't really play a lot of great defense. All right, wait a minute, the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers have decent defense in small bursts, but I think that this is going to be um, a lot of activity. Why is work texting me? I don't know. It's not me. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, um, yeah. All right. So that's like that can wait. All right. So moving on. Uh, sorry about that, guys. It's just we had a weird week at work, and I knew there was something urgent on the table, and I thought that might be it. So, All right, so, Craig, you have six strikes then because you have all three from your first part and the three that, that you get with the second half to tell me the two teams, or two games, rather, okay. that have over-unders of less than 40. Oh, man. Meaning games we should avoid <laughs> fantasy players in, possibly. All right, let's go with the team that has a decent defense and the other team they're playing is starting a backup quarterback and is, to me, seems very lost. So I'm going to go with Arizona-Washington. That's absolutely correct. That game is a 38 <laughs> and is the lowest total of the week. Ooh. 38. Oh, all right. 
Hmm. All right. So this wow. is gonna be this is gonna be difficult. Can he open the season with a clean sweep? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's because like there's a handful of these other games that if you told me the final score was like fourteen to ten, I would believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can see it. I can. I'm looking at I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I see a couple of them that jump off the page at me. Like I could guess that. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Oh man, rough, 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 rough. All right, let's go with two teams who are starting pretty much rookie quarterbacks for the most part. Okay. Uh, let's go with Carolina Atlanta. Oh my God, you swept it. Wow. That is a 39 wow. and a half. <laughs> Craig not only wins the America's favorite game, he aced it. So over 50, meaning games to target are Lions, Chiefs, and Dolphins, Chargers. I agree with both. Games to avoid, Cardinals, Commanders, I agree, and Panthers, Falcons. I think Panthers, Falcons could be a little bit more higher scoring, but yeah, Craig is right in his analysis. It's a lot of rookie action there. We don't know a lot about them, so well done, Craig. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm pressing so, myself. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's move on to, jeez, uh, so much to cover here, but we're moving along really, really well. Yes, I'm still here playing DraftKings. Stop putting reminders up. Um... <laughs> Let's move on to fantasy, uh, not fantasy sports betting, but betting. We have heard from our good friend, The Source. Dun, dun, dun. Again, it's our first, it's our first uh, episode of the new regular season. Every week, I send a text message to a number that is slipped underneath my door the night before while I'm asleep. It is a <laughs> burner phone that changes every week. And when I text this, this, uh, this number, I get a response from the mysterious source who tells me, a bet that he likes this week. The bet that he liked, I actually bet already. So I'm just going to go to my bet so I can just put it up on a screen. Do, 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 do. Where are you? There you are. Okay. He likes a three pick parlay this week. Oh, okay. He likes the Eagles money line over the Patriots, the Packers money line over the Bears, and the Falcons money line over the Panthers. So Eagles, Packers, and Panthers to win on DraftKings at this moment, or at least when I placed a bet an hour ago, was plus 347. He also said to me, I would bet any of these individually, but I really like the parlay. Craig, what do you think of that parlay? All right, so one more time. Tell me me one more time, the teams. Just straight winners. Eagles over the Patriots, Packers over the Bears, and Panthers over the Falcons. Hmm. <clears throat> I like that. My only reserve out of those three mm-hmm. is Green Bay Chicago because Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore. So, and the Packers, at the last couple times the Packers have changed quarterbacks, it hasn't gone so well. Now, granted, that's two times in the last like 30 years. But still, but it's going to happen now. <laughs> could happen now. So I I, I just, I, uh, I don't know. That game and the Panthers-Falcons game are toss-ups to me, but I did. I, I threw a couple bucks at it. Um, you know what it was? I got bonus pets. Nice. You know what you do? You do a parlay, but then you do a little round robin action on that, and you're good. You know, I didn't look at a round robin on that. Can I do a round robin with only three teams? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think you need right, at least three. I'm going to have to go back and do that. I have to go back and do that, so we'll take a look at that. What do you like this week? Have you looked at any props or any games, and you're like, I really like this this week for betting purposes? 
uh, for betting purposes, <clears throat> honestly, if yeah, I know this is gonna this is gonna sound really just kind of random, but uh-huh. I I do not see any way Arizona wins their game against Washington. So against, against that defense with Kyler Murray being gone, their offense seems lost. I listened to like a a speech their new coach gave, and I became mm-hmm. less motivated. So the Washington Commanders are minus three ten on the money line. Minus three. Wow. How much? 10. What's the uh, what's the spread? Uh seven. Hmm. Which doesn't sound it, but don't forget they're only predicting a final score of thirty eight. That's true. That's true. So that means that's nineteen. It's twenty three to nineteen. Am I yeah. doing that right? No, that's not right. Nineteen and nineteen would be twenty three. Rough 2315 roughly or 2314 somewhere in that realm because you can't split the half points in an actual football game and an odd number of an odd number spread means you have to split. So yeah, they're saying Um, like 23 to like 14. So, but I, I would take Washington straight up in another game. I would take just straight up. I would take Jacksonville over Indianapolis. The Colts. Yep. Jacksonville's defense is pretty solid and we don't know how their offense is going to be. Jacksonville's minus 225, so that's another strong bet. This is an interesting line to me, is Texans at Ravens. The Ravens are minus 10 on the line, Mm -hmm. and the Texans are plus 370 for money. Hmm. Plus 370. That's a lot of faith in the Ravens to hold (laughs) at home. It's it's week one, so literally this is like like throwing darts. So, oh yeah, so I can see oh, that. Yeah. You know, you know what you could do. What's that? You take the take the three games that we just mentioned, mm-hmm. add them into the sources, make a bigger parlay, and then do a round robin. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll see if I can make this work right now. Do it live. You're doing this. <laughs> do it live. Game lines. Yep. So the source <laughs> liked. Hold on, I gotta scroll through here. He liked the he liked the Falcons, right? Uh, did he? Oh, damn it! Or was it the Panthers? I think he said the Panthers. Crap. All right, let me Double go back check. to my bets. We'll do it live. <laughs> it was uh, Eagles, Panthers. No, Eagles, Falcons, Packers. Okay. Okay, so home, NFL. So let's go find the Eagles. So it's Eagles, Falcons, right? Falcons, yep. Eagles, Packers. Packers. Yep. Now, who did you like? I said Washington and Jacksonville. Washington and Jacksonville. And then if you know if you want to throw in Houston. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Five, I mean you can take Houston parlay. with the points. Oh, I have a bonus I can burn on it. Uh-huh. Oh, I get a free wager out of this. Alright, well here, then yeah. throw five bucks at it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Alright, now round robin is different. Uh, so round robin, it's basically like doing a bet, like you're sitting at a slot machine. Yeah, it just it it pairs every possible combination. Yes. So do I want the three pick or the two pick? Uh, I mean, see how much it's going to cost you. Well, they're both ten bets, regardless. So I'm just going to put a dollar on it. I'm blowing through my entire budget here because I'm placing <laughs> ten ten individual bets on this. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. I'm done with this. Okay, there it is. We have a round robin bet for a dollar per bet. <laughs> Excellent. But that's like ten individual bets. 
So, all right, let me just see how that appears on my screen here. Make sure I did that right. All right, so the five pick parlay. Uh, there it is. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So if any three of those team out of those teams win, it pays off. And because it's ten bucks, we need two of them to hit. So what we really need is four of the five teams to hit, and we break at least even. Actually, we'll make Boudou yep. better than that. And if all five team hits, we like clean up. Yep. yep. So okay, okay. All right. This is also, by the way, we you know I forgot a key step in all of this tonight. <laughs> yes. Which is our annual reminder that we're not responsible for your gambling losses. That's true. We're not even responsible right. for our own. We're not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> technically we are. Yes. Craig and I come on here every week. We're going to give you DFS picks. We're going to give you betting picks. The source is going to chime in. Please bet responsibly. Do not, do not all of a sudden say, oh, well, I just heard about this great five pick parlay that they're doing. Oh my God. It makes perfect sense. Here's my house. Don't do that. <laughs> We are not responsible for your house. Just a reminder, bet responsibly. And when I sit there, I say, I'm going to blow my entire um, budget. That's because I only allow myself $25 a week. And that's and that's presuming I'm going to lose all $25. That's how I operate. Presume I'm going to lose $25. And then I come back and I'm like, oh, I have $30? Yay, I made 5 bucks. Repeat, rinse and repeat. You know, so always be, make sure I'm a very small time better. We do it because we enjoy it. We talk about football because we enjoy it. So... The end. End of that rant. I also do not bet in areas where it's not legal. Final end. Final answer there. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the the biggest part of this? I think I think I am. I think. Ladies I and gentlemen, it is 2023, and it is the return of the metric. <laughs> and so, if you've watched, if you listened to us before, you know I have very close conversations with the metric every week. <laughs> where I sit down and I implore it to do a good job. So I just started to take a step back. For those who don't know what the hell the metric is, the metric is my own personal formula where I look at multiple um, online experts. I formulate my own uh, fantasy point projections and then use a very basic formula to arrive at a number we call the metric. A metric of 0.3 or higher indicates high value. So we're always looking for guys in the 0.3 range or around there, because if you can get high value guys that are cheap, you can also then fill out with studs and that balance will win you a lot of different cash pools. Doesn't work a lot in tournaments, although Craig has had really good success in tournaments using the metric as a starting point. We focus mainly on cash games when we talk about what we're about to talk about. Okay, all the disclaimers are done. So I says to the metric, I says, wake up, you drunk. <laughs> And he does, and he wakes up, and I'm like, all right, no fucking around this year. I want good <laughs> picks. I want solid picks from the get-go. And the metric goes, it's the new year, boss. I got you. I'm like, all right, who were you using at quarterback? And he says, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. The thing is, Anthony Richardson's only 5,600. And I've got him slated at about 19 points, which puts him over 3.3 on, on the meter but I'm not confident in him. So I'm like, give me a name. I'll, what's the next name down? Let's see if somebody I have more confident in. He goes, don't worry. It's Sam Howell. Okay. Sam Howell is only 4,900 and he's playing Arizona, which is woeful, but you got to go down a couple spots to find a guy you're going to feel comfortable with. So the metrics got Anthony Richardson, Sam Howell, then Jordan Love. Jordan Love might be amazing. <laughs> 
He might be. And he's only 5,000 this week. I can't use him. So what I'm looking at is the fifth name on the list is Trevor Lawrence. He's at 6,500. He's going to cost you a little bit more, but he's going to easily clear 20 points in my book against the woeful Colts. So I've got a lot of shares of Trevor Lawrence. So my question to you, Craig, for, first, because I know you're going to give us what stands out to you. My question to you, first off, is of those first three names I mentioned, all of which are guys who are kind of like new faces in new places, Anthony Richardson, Sam Howell, and Jordan Love, if I had to put your you know, gun to your head, you had to use one, which one would you use? Uh, out of those three? Hmm. I think I would just go with the the cheapest option in Sam Howell. I mean, it's only a hundred bucks difference from him and Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, uh, Arizona is not in a good place. Uh, so, out of those three, I would take Sam Howell and hope the hundred dollars will help me somewhere else. Yeah, I I understand. I don't disagree with you. I like Sam Howell there if I have to use somebody, but Jordan Love is the one I would be picking on because I just think Green Bay is a more established system. And if Chicago does get out to a fast start, that means he's going to throw the ball more. I don't think he's going to struggle as much as some people think he does. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I don't think he's going to be a QB one this year, but I think in the opening week at Chicago, he's going to try and come out the gate pretty strong. So um, yeah. Okay. So I can see that. So looking at the list and looking at the metric, who stands out to you? Who are you interested in using this week? Hey, so for me out of the, the top guys, Honestly, I think Trevor Lawrence probably also would have been my or is my first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, going down a little bit, you know, there's Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, and Kenny Pickett. Uh, they're all under six k. They're, they're, they're not going to break twenty all points. Under six k. I mean, they're they're there. I don't know how Brock Purdy's elbow can like move. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it can. <laughs> the next one down, who I know can at least he produced last year, Geno Smith. He's sixty one hundred. So that's now, probably the most. That's probably the most I would go, because uh, so the further down the list, it just gets it gets pricey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's again, it's about return on investment. Oh, you're saying that Geno Smith is better than no? I'm <laughs> saying Geno Smith is a better value at that price point at 6100 than a lot of the guys. He's a better price point than Justin Herbert. He's a better price point than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to outscore him, but not enough to justify the price tag. I have a fair number. I, I did I did my first set of lineups today for DFS this weekend, and I have more than a couple of shares of Geno Smith. So that could come back to bite me in the ass. I wasn't <laughs> happy about doing it, but 6100 was the right price point for him. So anybody you're absolutely avoiding, regardless of price point. Regardless of price point. Let me just scan this list really quick. I'll give you mine while you're looking. It's going to yeah, be go two ahead. It's going to be Tua. Yeah. 6,700 is too high for him right now. He's that 6,700. I've got him slated right now for about 19 points. Again, that's the same that my system has slated for Anthony Richardson and he's 1200 bucks cheaper. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I think, and I'm looking at the, the, the predictions I've got him for over 275 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Um, I've got him for maybe a, a, a one or two small rushes. Um, I just, I don't see, it's not valuable. It's there's, I can, I just, I don't see him, him getting, you know, 19 points is not a lot in, in, in this thing. No, you're talking, it's the same price as Geno Smith. Geno Smith is, uh, even cheaper. Geno Smith is $600 cheaper and he's on the same, same price tag. 
I'm sorry, around the same point level. So I just I can't I can't get on board the Tua the Tua <clears throat> engine right yet. Yeah, I, for me, it, it, I agree with you about Tua, but the other one for me would probably be, and yeah, and I know he's ultra cheap. Would be Baker playing, yeah, playing Minnesota in Minnesota on Tampa Bay, forty nine hundred. I mean, but I've got him for like less than fifteen points. It's just not. I mean, then you might as well just draft, yeah, draft, yeah, or pick uh, Sam Howell then for the same price. Or Desmond Ritter, who's also 4,900, and we've got him a point or two higher. Yeah. You know, hell, go Josh Dobbs at 4,600 and get 14 points out of him at that point. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I think, and that's not to say, Baker could come out and shock us all. I don't think he will. True. I don't think he will. True. All right, so let's move on to running back. I, again, implored the metric, give me a name that I know and make it valuable. And the metric said, sadly... There is no true value based on the numbers you gave me. Hit the closest would be Brian Robinson. I've got him at 15 points. He's 5100. That puts him just under 3x. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch the Washington Arizona game unless I absolutely have to. So the next game down. Da- the next name down is what intrigues me, and that's Rashad White. Because I've got Rashad White for 15 points, just about the same as Brian Robinson, and he's 5500. I feel a lot better about those 15 points coming from Rashad White than I would from Brian Robinson. So I'm looking at Rashad White, and then I look two more names down the list. I skip by Miles Sanders, and I land on Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, 17 points, 6,800. I mean, it's still only 2.5x. It's it's only a .25 on our meter, but it's a more reliable name than Brian Robinson. So I'm really looking to spend up a little bit here. I like using Mixon and White in places here. Who do you like on this list? Yeah, I I same I'm looking at Joe Mixon's price and sixty eight hundred is is right. I think and you know sure sure I know I'm a Bengals fan. I'm just saying his his salary is just gonna go up as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna use him in uh in DFS while I can. <clears throat> a few I've other got... names. Yeah. Yeah go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say a few other people uh, I'm looking at is Javante Williams, and he's 5,700, so he is a little mm. bit cheaper. And then there's, listen, I was a giant, and I know he's a Raven, but I was a giant J.K. Dobbins fan when he was in college. He's $6,600 right now, and they're playing Houston. He might be a sneaky pick because uh, he's not too much. I don't know. I mean, part of me, I think one of my running backs this week might have to be a chalk one if I can afford it. Because all of these people are almost the same guy for like mm-hmm. the first 10, 15 people on this list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I'll say the guy I'm avoiding this week is Bijan Robinson. I have not been a Bijan believer. I don't understand the hype. I hope he's good, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, the hype has carried over into DFS because he's $8,000 on DraftKings. And I have him literally a quarter of a point better than Joe Mixon, who's $1,200 <laughs> less. So... I don't, maybe I'm that's... way off on that. Right, but I mean, seriously, again, is do, do people know, like? Is there something going on in Atlanta that no one outside of Atlanta knows? <laughs> I I, I, just, I know there's a lot of hype and people are buying the hype on him. I just I, I don't I don't I don't see it. I just really don't see yeah, it. Because it's really quick after being a fan of a team that was not good for a very long time. Having a good running back is important, but mm-hmm. it doesn't save your team. So. Right. <laughs> interesting, interesting guy lurking near the bottom of my rankings is Zeke Elliott. Um, yep. 
the conversation coming out of New England is that they expect to see him get an increasing amount of goal line carries. He's only 5,200 this week. That's still way too high considering you've got guys like, I'm just looking up the list, A.J. Dillon at 5,200. You've got uh, Charbonnet at 4,800. Hell, you got James Conner at 6,400, and that's not bad. Kenny Gainwell's only 4,200, and he's been getting a lot of touches in practice. Um, I, I don't think I can touch Zeke. But is there anybody out here else out here who just you just jumps off the page at you at their price point? Uh, let me scan this really quick. There's not a lot of value in the running back situation this week, guys. You're gonna have to go yeah. mid range, or you're gonna have to go with somebody who's really cheap that you have trust in if you want to use a high flyer. If you want to use a Derrick Henry at 7,800, good luck to you. You're gonna have to find like a, you're gonna have to use a Zeke or a, a Justice Hill. Yeah, I mean, how much is um. How much is Cooks? How much are the Cook brothers? <laughs> I don't see them. Oh, Why don't yeah. I see anyone named Cook? Oh, interesting. The hell is wrong with my own system? <laughs> there are hmm. no Cooks on this spreadsheet. Oh, interesting. Maybe they're free this really? week. If they are, if they are free, you should use one of them. <laughs> I I am going. I am going. I'm curious enough to go look at the place that I base this spreadsheet off of because there's a particular expert who I will not name who I always start by saying okay let's look at the guys he's looking at and go from there running back I mean maybe it's because they're both playing Monday oh oh, I thought I did Thursday through Monday don't we have Jets on here anywhere Uh, I didn't necessarily look you know I don't Uh, know no no, you have Aaron you have Aaron Rodgers on here this is interesting uh Hold there's just second. yeah and you have you have receivers on here so looks Control like f find the name cook there he is really Jay- they're both on here how did i screw that up it's the first one of the year and i've already effed it up <laughs> at least get out of the way <laughs> 71 names on the list how many names on his list over here okay 86 i did screw it up i think i just took the main slate when i did running backs oh, all right oh, so wow. we got we, we can do some fancy math right now Okay. Uh, James Cook, fifty-seven hundred. Ooh. Okay. I'm just looking really quickly to see. I'm gonna say fourteen points based off of the other information I'm seeing. That's a point two four five, so that's not really all that impressive. And our good friend Dalvin, I've got him slated for nine to nine and a half at fifty-nine hundred. So that's not gonna be good value either. Let's call it okay. nine even. <clears throat> And what did I say, 5,500? I think so. That's actually a 0.163. That is bad value. So, yeah, I, I mean, you could use James Cook. I've got him for 14. I think that might be a little aggressive. I could see him coming in a little under. No one's big on the Buffalo offense this year. All the Buffalo numbers seem to be down. And I, I, you and I have yeah. talked about how they look like to be a team that doesn't know their own identity. But I still think they're going to score a lot. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the biggest question mark is probably going to be someone in the next section we're going to go over whose name is uh, Stefan Diggs. I think that's, I think that's their biggest question mark. But yeah, and that's possible. But I, I think you know, I, I don't like if Cooks was under five k, I would be absolutely all about him. You know, but yeah. I mean, and, and I really shouldn't. You shouldn't expect him to be five k. Guys in the five k round are like Chuba Hubbard and uh, Tank Bigsby. 
those are guys in the five K round. So I his his price point feels right. Mm-hmm. Like who else is at fifty seven hundred? I don't see anybody at exactly fifty seven hundred. Give me somebody nearby fifty six, fifty eight. Come on, game. Oh, here we go. Fifty six hundred is Miles Sanders. Javante Williams is fifty seven hundred, and that's about the same price point. So if you had to pick one, Javante Williams or James Cook, which one would you use? The exact same price, and I've got them slotted for about mm-hmm. the same points. Uh, this week, I guess I would go with Javante Williams. Yeah, I think we got to see what's going on in Buffalo first. So, All right, moving on to wide receiver. Uh, wide receiver, I, again, had a conversation with the metric. The metric said, hey, man, I got something for you. I went, all right, I'm listening. He said, I got three receivers that are point threes, And I'm like, I'm listening. He goes, what do you think about Josh Reynolds? And I went, like, the fourth option on the freaking Lions? And they're like, yeah, man. If he gets to 10 points, he's value because he's only 3,300. I'm like, all right, try again. Have you ever heard of a guy named Marvin Mims? Junior. Junior. And I went, all right, you get one more shot. He said, two words for you, man. Elijah Moore. And I said, you know what? I'm not big on that pick. But of the three names you gave me, Elijah Moore makes the most sense. He's 3,800, and I've got him slated for just about 12 points, which puts him just at about 3x. So I do like some shares of Elijah Moore. I, If you're playing in a Thursday eligible pool, Sky Moore, I've got him at 12 and a half points. I don't really have a lot of faith in that projection. I think he's going to come out under. Um, I think also the presence of Kadarius Tony is going to impact. Did you hear? Did you hear? I heard this today on Fantasy Sports Radio, and I almost drove off the road. Uh-oh. The Chiefs are indicating that their basic three wide receiver set is yep. going to be Marquez Valdez Scantling, the Law Office, Guy Moore, and Justin Watson. That's uh, that's that's something. It's like it's like <laughs> did you you just assume Kadarius Tony is dead? Oh, he's out. He's he's out. Is he out? Out? I heard. I, I heard so. he had practice. I think he. I think he hurt himself again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that guy is so. Ugh. So I. I like Sky Moore. I just don't. I don't think. I don't think forty three hundred. I think forty three hundred is too expensive for him. If I'm looking for more reliable people, Debo's only fifty five hundred. And listen, Debo's probably gonna run. I think yeah. he's got. You know, Debo gets one end around for fifty yards. That's that's five points right there. So, you know, I'm just, I just, I think, I think there's a, a good chance there. I like Brandon Ayuk a little bit too, but not too, too much. Um, I usually like to try draw some sort of parallel between the guys I'm using on the quarterback and the wide receiver side. Couldn't do it this week because of the value lines. So I'm saying, you know, use the guys you trust this week at wide receiver. So I'm looking at shares of Debo Samuel. I'll probably have a couple shares of Brandon Ayuk. And then I'll probably reach down for some like little some um, smaller mid range games like Johan Dotson or Johan Dotson. Uh, even Deontay Johnson's not bad at fifty three hundred. This is a week you can get away with if you're as long as you're staying outside of like the top ten, you can find some good value here. Excuse me, good value here. Um, so Craig, what do you think? What do you think about wide receiver this week? Uh, <clears throat> wide receiver, I think you can like you said you can find some good value. I think there might be one or two. Well. If I can afford it, if I figure it out, mm-hmm. I probably am going to go chalk with at least one of them, meaning like I'm going to pay up for somebody like, you know, A.J. Brown or Jamar Chase, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, they're, but just, they're remarkably overpriced. That's the problem. They are. With them. Yeah. 
Well, one person that I do like because he's cheap, he's only 4,700, and because the guy who is usually the, the number one receiver is out for an X amount of time is Van Jefferson. He's only 4,700. You know, and I, I ran these numbers this morning, so I don't think that the official news, we all knew Cup was going to be out, but yeah. the making it official probably has altered these numbers slightly. Let me go look at the site again that I trust. <laughs> and he's and he's probably going on IR, so he's going to be out for a bit. If he actually goes on IR, I have no idea. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, but, I don't get any good vibes off of the Rams organization at all. No. They're telling you they they sold their soul and <clears throat> cheated for that Super Bowl, and uh, it's now they have to pay up. <laughs> That's pretty much what's All going right. on. This guy's got him. Where are you on my spreadsheet? Ah, undo, undo. Just wrecked my own formula. Uh-oh. I'm just looking to see if his, his line has moved. It has. Okay. Okay, so I have him slated for 10 points. The guy I trust has him slated for 11 and a half. So there's there's already been a point and a half shift in the positive end. Either that or I had him at 11 and a half this morning and I went, there's no way he's going to 11 and a half. And I lowered him to 10 myself, which is possible too. <laughs> at 11.5, that moves him up to a point two four four seven, which does put him in just outside the top 10 on the value meter because he's only 4,700, as you pointed out. He might be a sneaky pick. Do you think you got to worry about ownership a little bit? I know not so much in cash games. Is everybody going to jump on Van Jefferson because Cooper I think Cup is they out? Will, they will this week, definitely, because he's so cheap. And, mm. if, you know, if he does well and say he has, you know, 80 yards and a touchdown or whatever, mm -hmm. he's, his price is going to go up probably by like at least $1,500. I'm also going to, I'm going to take a couple shares of Jonathan Mingo. He's only 3,200. I've only got him slated for like seven and a half points right now, but mm -hmm. that could be a sneaky play too. So just saying. All right, moving on because we're almost running out of time. I always spend too much time on the metric. Tight end. Believe it or not, the third highest value tight end is Darren Waller, who I have at 13 points and he's only 5,100. So I'm going to be using Darren Waller in more than a few spots. If I can't pay up for Waller, then there's a couple other guys out there. Kyle Pitts is 4,500. Is Pitts too expensive for you? Don't worry. We got you covered. Because then you can talk about guys like David Njoku at 4,200. Uh, I also really like Pat Freermuth at 4,100. I think he's a little overpriced. But if I really need to save money and I'm going down into the 3K range, I could look at Hayden Hurst. I don't have a lot of faith in that pick. I don't really like it. You could also look at Jake Ferguson at 3,200 because I've got them both slated for about eight points. Um, yeah, I mean, there's... There's cheap options out there. Tight end is where you can save money this week. Do not go after Noah Gray. <laughs> don't. Just don't. And if you're spending up, I like Mark Andrews at 6,200, but, you know, I'm not trying to spend up. And why would I spend 6,200 on Andrews if I can spend 5,100 on Waller? And I think Waller's going to have a better game. Yeah. What do I you mean, like? we, we were, you know, we were big on Waller when he was a rookie tight end. Or yes. you know, when he started playing tight end, rather. Because he was yes. a receiver, I think. Originally. That was a week one sneaky pick. He was like $2,500. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we cashed like across the board because we snuck Darren Waller into like 80% of our lineups. <laughs> and he just exploded. And I remember, I remember you, you were still working. You were still doing the retail angle at that point. So we were watching the games with a 
I remember looking, I was sitting at Sean's. I remember looking at Sean going, Darren Waller. And Sean looked at me, Sean, again, is the guy who knows everybody. He looks at me and goes, yeah, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, he's the guy making me a shit ton of money on week one, which is historically <laughs> not a great week for the metric. There's so much variability with us not knowing what teams are actually going to do. Yeah. The first couple weeks that, you know, week one is typically, but the last two years, week one has been very, very good to us. So I'm going to bet a little conservative because I feel like our luck is going to run out this week. The metric has started strong the last couple of years and then faded off. I'd really love to see it do the opposite this year, but we'll see what happens. So, All right, so I'm sorry. Who did you like a tight end again? Uh, yeah, I think for the for the price, I think Darren Waller is a good choice. He's probably going to be practically like their number one receiver, I think. Mm. Uh, if you want to save money. And, Sam you know, Laporta. Sa- no. no. <laughs> Got a great name, though. <laughs> it, that is, you know what? That is a good football name. Uh, if you want to save money, I like loose. Blah, blah. I like Luke Musgrave this week. Uh, mm. he's, he's going to be the starting tight end for Jordan love. And as we all know, tight ends are kind of quarterbacks, safety nets. Mm-hmm. He's only 2,900. Uh, if you want to play a Monday night game, Dalton Kincaid is 3,100. That's who I've been eyeing. You know, we, we tried Dawson Knox. We were Dawson Knox fans, but it's not really working out for DFS with him. So. so so here's the thing. <laughs> Dawson Knox is number two on the value meter because he's down to 2,900. Mm. What if the Dalton Kincaid hype is just hype? Oh, that's, that's a good point. Maybe. That might be a nice sneaky play. I mean, I'll 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 put together one lineup. I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll save it for a Monday night captain showdown. There and I'll go. put Dawson Knox in as my captain. If he catches one touchdown, all of a sudden, my my you know, because I'm gonna save so much money. I'll have all the other key pieces in there. So, okay. Defenses draft one really quickly. <laughs> uh, there's nobody. Oh, I didn't sort this. I entered all the data and then didn't sort it. So I don't have like who's high here. Metric large to small. Okay. Nobody's above the value line. Uh, Tampa Bay is a solid value. They're going to be at six points and they're only 2,200, which puts them just under three X. Um, if I'm looking for something a little bit more time tested, I might go pay up for the Carolina Panthers at 2,600. Um, but yeah, I think at this point in the year, almost all the defenses are pretty much the same. I'm not really looking at anybody, and that's what they're all between 2,100 and 4,000. I, I yeah. would all I'll say is this: don't spend more than three grand on a defense. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, mine, like if I had to pick one out of this list right now i'd go mm-hmm. back to the one of the games i picked it'd be the commanders playing arizona yeah and uh, i think you could pick the other side of that too because again that's going to be low scoring we think yep. so you could even so the commanders are 2800 oh i don't have 2800 well 2500 will get you cardinals and there's less than a point difference between the two of them so yep. so i guess this week i i guess this week i'm looking at balance i'm looking for one or two cheap options at each position so I can pay up for a couple of guys I trust. This is just, this is going to be week one. I have a feeling is going to be really eye-opening. We're going to have two or three guys erupt that no one saw coming or that were like really kind of reach people. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But you know, we don't have to wait and see for is our final thoughts because Craig, we are to that point. What is our final thought for week one of the NFL season? Wow. 
Wow. Uh, so two really, really quick things just to reiterate what Britt said before. Just bet within your within your means. Have fun with it. Don't, you know, go cashing in like bonds or whatever to make bets. That's not correct. Uh, the other thing, too, is Cinch asked me to make a Super Bowl prediction. So I'm going to right now. I'm going to say I'm just going to go back to one I've used before. 49ers, Bengals, Bengals win. They they clear out the ghosts that are in their closet from the 49er era. And yes, there. So I'll, I'll, I'll toss mine in there too and then let you get to your actual thought there, which is I'm going to stick with, we joked around several weeks ago, Bears, Chiefs, and the Super Bowl. I'll take the Chiefs <laughs> over the Bears in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. So, all right. So, fi- so for your final thought for this week is bet smart. Uh, yeah, to bet smart and, you know, just have fun with it and just remember it's week one. So a lot of probably weird stuff is going to happen. So. And I think I feel like we say this every year, like that's we that's do. good advice. <laughs> and we give it every year. We're fairly predictable in early season with our final thoughts. And mine is going to be around the same thing you hear from me in the first couple weeks of the season two, which is in your season long. Do not panic based on this week. I yes. have already heard of owners calling <laughs> up or emailing experts and going, I've got Travis Kelsey. And my backup is Greg Dulcich. I just got an offer for Travis Kelsey where he's going to give me two running backs and a bag of Lay's potato chips. Don't. (laughs) Don't panic. And conversely, if the person in your league that does have a guy like Travis Kelsey is a panicker, (laughs) give him a call. See how he's doing. Yeah. See if he'd like to go have a beer and talk about a trade. Sure. Don't don't (laughs) panic about injuries yet. Don't panic about results. If the guy, if Bijan Robinson comes out there and has five rushes for 12 yards, do not panic. There is so much overreaction in fantasy football. Don't panic. Go enjoy the games. Trust your process. Win or lose, trust your process. I'm in so many goddamn leagues this year. It's not even funny. So, yeah, I meant to ask you this really quick. Uh, Yeah. Do you like your teams this year? that you've picked i i hate that my my worst draft was my last one i got invited to a twitch uh streamers league um a bunch of the guys i i stream with are playing in this um and i hate that team um i i drafted in a 12 spot out of 12 so i had the turn each time but you're looking you're standing in that 12 spot and you know there's 24 picks before you pick again all of a sudden reaches don't look like reaches that's and true. so, like, in round 10, I grabbed my backup quarterback, maybe in round 11. I grabbed my backup quarterback. It was Kirk Cousins. And you would have thought I just committed a sin against nature. <laughs> like, the guys in the league were like, you can't take a quarterback that... Kirk Cousins is the best guy on the board at the moment. And there's, like, eight quarterbacks slated to go before it gets back around to me. It's yeah. him or it's going to be, like, Mac Jones. So, yes, I'm going to spend up. <laughs> now, the problem is when you play that way... Yahoo yells at you. Yahoo is like, oh, you had a terrible draft. You reached so far for these guys. I read the room. I read the room. So Yahoo's giving me a D minus on my draft. And they're saying, oh, you're going to win one game all year. And I'm like, up yours algorithm. I, you know, (laughs) I think Jeff Rackless said they're just, they're just there for commercial ha-has. That's all the draft, draft rating tools are. Um, And I I kind of agree with him. So I'm, Pretty happy overall. I found that there's a couple guys I have a lot of shares of. There's a couple guys I have zero shares of. 
Like, I don't have a single share of Justin Jefferson. Not a single one. Yeah, so, me either. Me either. <laughs> were you happy with your drafting season? Uh, I was. Uh, so our home draft, you know. I love I, my home team. I may have, you know, in hindsight, because Sean sniped me twice. Um, I probably, does. I know, I know. I, I should know, I should know better. Um, I may have reached a little bit for Hawkinson, but I didn't have a fourth round pick. So mm-hmm. that was my, that was my rationale for it. Uh, I did a, a 12 person draft last night, Ooh. which the most surprising thing of that was, uh, and Sean helped me with that one cause he was around. Um, Trevor Lawrence didn't go until the, almost the 10th round. Interesting. I almost drafted him as like a backup. <laughs> um, Joe Burrow sank like a rock in the streamers league. Like a really? Rock. I got him in like the sixth round. I think he went to like the eighth round. Wow. Like um, he was like he was like QB like nine off the board. People are really worried about this injury. Oh, and by the way, you know that yeah. the streamer I love Bofer, right? Yeah, he's he's a Browns fan, I know. But yeah. he was born in Cincy. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if he said he was born in Cincinnati, <laughs> but he grew up right outside of Cincinnati. Uh-huh. And so he's like, you know, he casually kind of watches Cincinnati, uh... but he's a Browns fan at heart, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he was like, I don't trust Joe Burrow. And I was like, what don't you trust about Joe Burrow? He's only done everything the Bengals have ever asked of him. He's like, I just don't see it there long term. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting take because I haven't heard that from anybody, but Given the fact that Joe Burrow slipped to like the eighth round, I, I I kind of feel like it's a sentiment that was shared. That's weird. I have never seen I've never seen him go that far down. Yeah, I think uh, it was eighth round. And then I did a work league in the middle of the day today, but there's only there's only eight of us, so mm-hmm. like legitimately any one of us could win because we have everyone has like everyone. So that's not a that's not a league with a lot of waiver pickups. No, not really. <laughs> by the way, can we can we have words with your your nephew? By the way, yeah, he released Cole Komet today. Did he? <laughs> yes, because I put in a waiver claim. <laughs> he drafted Cole Komet in like the twelfth round of a twenty round draft, and then dro- dropped him before the start of the season. Who did he pick up? I don't even remember. I don't, it wasn't I don't somebody that was. I was like, why wouldn't Trans- you just? Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Is it on here? Um, I'm just looking really quick. Yeah, I'm scrolling through my phone really quick now, too. Oh, wait, no, he, no, no, um, in the Craig drafted Cole Clement. Was that Craig H? Yeah. Can we have words with Craig H? (laughs) And he picked up Luke, Luke Musgrave. (laughs) Like, seriously, really? (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at my bench and I'm like, and by the way, I think I have an illegal lineup, but that's beside the point. I have seven running backs. We're allowed six, right? Yes. Okay. It's, not gonna, I, it's on the honor system. It doesn't actually check. Well, I put in a, an, uh, an option for Cole Komet today, which would be my third tight end and dropped a, uh, a terrible running back. So it's fine. Oh, all right. It's fine. So and if that doesn't go through, I'll just I'll make some sort of random switch on Saturday. So I'm completely legal. But all right, anyway, we're babbling at this point. Folks, Sorry. go enjoy week one. But before you go and enjoy week one, could you help us out by leaving us a review wherever you found us? We're everywhere, mostly on Apple, because a lot of the guys who picked us up in the beginning, like Player FM and Stitcher, don't exist anymore. So wherever you found this podcast, if you could go back and leave us a review, it would be very helpful. You can also reach out and engage with us. 
If there's anything you'd like to ask us, we're best reached at our email address, which is fignutsdfs, that's F-I-G-N-U-T-S-D-F-S, at gmail.com. We're still on Twitter. I think Cinch is still monitoring Twitter. We're at fignutsdfs there. I will always call it Twitter. I will not call it X. We're also <laughs> on Facebook at the Football Fignuts Podcast. I think that's everywhere you can reach out to us. You can also send us a letter by pigeon. Just throw it up and whisper Why to not? it. Take this to the fig nuts. And it should get to us. <laughs> I, it, hasn't, it hasn't worked yet, but who knows? But either way, if you'd like to reach out, we'd love to hear from you. That being said, there's nothing left but to go enjoy some games this weekend. We have some really nice games on the schedule. Like, I, I hope you don't live in an area where your your, your local games are going to be Cardinals versus Commanders and Panthers versus Falcons. That's a terrible doubleheader. But, uh, hey, we'll see what happens. So, all right. So until next week, we will see you guys next week for week two. We'll review what happened good and bad in week one, and we'll keep the season going. Until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. Welcome to Cinch in a Truck. Today's mini podcast is going to be Super Bowl predictions. Everyone has one. You've heard them. Everybody's willing to make their guess, and you never hear about it until we reach the Super Bowl week, and it's always that one annoying guy that just keeps reminding you that he picked the Chiefs. Everyone picks the Chiefs, except me. Today, I'm going to offer my Super Bowl predictions and here's how I do it, okay? So we're going to eliminate the team that won last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're great, and it would be easy to say, I'll take the Eagles and the Chiefs, and there you go, and that's my prediction. I'm not going that way. I'm not going to go chalk. So here's my prediction. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? My Super Bowl teams for the 2023 season. But first, today's sponsor. Today's mini, mini podcast is brought to you by the Hallmark Channel. Ever wonder what happened to those childhood teen stars that you liked back in the 90s? Well, they're making Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel. Back to the show. Okay, so my Super Bowl prediction. Are you ready? Here it is. I'm going crazy. I'm going out on a limb. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. There you go. That's it. That right there, that's a podcast. We'll see you next time.